Hello, yes, uh, this is Dr. Ott. This is uh, What in the Cell is Going On. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in on Progressive Radio Network. We are Vic Fellowship, V-I-C. V-I-C stands for Vaccine Information Coalition. And you are indeed listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to commercial free and truth radio program in the entire world. Yes, exclamation point. Absolutely. I am the doctor, Dr. H. Rod, and this uh, the show is uh, titled, as we said before, What in the Cell is Going On. We are indeed on every Monday at this time slot, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can access this by going, of course, going live on PRN.live or by calling this number, 712-775-6850. Of course, if you like what you're listening to, you may also download and share with others. And that's a key way how we spread information, ladies and gentlemen, by networking, by sharing, by going to what in the cell, what in the cell, C-E-L-L. Dot podbean dot com dot podbean p o d b e a n podbean dot com. We'll go check our website out. The vacinfo dot org v a c i n f o vacinfo dot org website. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm so happy to fill in again for Renee Busterhart. She's still having some issues with her teeth and gums. She has be in the dentist chair, which, of course, nobody likes to do, but she's in very good hands. And so she may be well be listening, but not being able to speak very well. She called me yesterday and made sure to remind me for about the third or fourth time, bless her heart, to make sure and comment about uh, what's really kind of kind of going crazy, kind of going viral, this long-awaited, anticipated Drum roll, please. Yeah, yeah, the, oh my goodness, the truth about snake venom and watch your water. I'm going to take a deep breath here, ladies and gentlemen. You want to, you want to, I mean, grab hold of your seatbelts and let's get a dose of reality here, shall we? For this next hour, let's just put our fears aside and, and look at facts. Facts are always better than fear because you see fear is usually most often than not based on misinformation things that you are afraid of inherently things that you think may be a boogeyman in your closet or a scary monster under your bed from your childhood you know that's what fear is false expectations appearing real that's what fear is, ladies and gentlemen. And you go back to some very famous quotes during World War II. There were so many people in both the United Kingdom and the U.S. of A. living in fear. And Winston Churchill said it best, and so did others, repeating what he said in the United States. Don't fear, ladies and gentlemen. We have nothing to fear as Winston Churchill would say. We had nothing to fear but fear itself. So when 
you look at fear as being basically a, an emotion based on irrational thoughts or half-truths, perhaps, then you understand that fear can go away when truth is understood. There's no need to fear. There's a saying I have, uh, I love, I said, fear knocked at the door and faith answered and nobody was there. Yeah, fear knocked at the door, faith answered and nobody was there. You see, faith is simply, you have to have knowledge first to have faith. You have to understand what is spoken and what is written in order to develop faith. Faith comes by hearing and by understanding and by studying. That's what faith is. So in faith, when you, when you have fear tugging at your brain and, you've, and you're around your heart, just, what, what is faith, you see? It's pretty, pretty simple. I'm going to start out like I did last week, and thank you, thank you so much for, for the kind words that you you did put out. I mean, I appreciate that. I, I I like to have a little bit of poetry, if you will, and that fear, the the actual fear of caused by lies, is really really part of this because it is the 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 serpent, the one with the forked tongue, who wants to be the author of lies and the father of all lies. And it's of those lies that really cause a lot of fear in people's lives. So we talked last week about lies, 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 lies. And we are the empire of lies in America. You know, doctor or admiral or whatever you want to title, you want to put on him, Dr. Rachel, a.k.a. Richard, lie I mean, the truth is, Rachel, I mean, come on, you're a man. We talked about this last week. You have an X and Y chromosome. You don't have a woman's genetics. And that's where I want to focus on, folks, because you have to understand what's going on, literally what in the cell is happening. What in the cell is happening inside of your body? It's an amazing miracle what happens each and every second of each and every minute of each and every day that you survive and breathe and exchange oxygen to do a, mu- a bunch of, a plethora of amazing processes in your living body. It is truly a miracle. It is absolutely more complex than any supercomputer. Do you realize that, ladies and gentlemen? To say that the human body just happened to evolve from some plant scum is the equivalent, I submit, of saying a laptop computer just evolved from a 1974 handheld calculator. They both have keypads. They both have circuitry. I bet I can make a pretty convincing case that... Um, it's all an evolution. There's no, there's no, but are you going to believe that? Are you really going to sit back and say, no, a handheld computer has to have engineering, has to have a schematic, has to have a manufacturing source, or am I just crazy? To say the human genome, the human body, and the human cell evolved from 
plants, you know, some, some pond scum or some one-celled amoeba protozoa is absolutely ridiculous. Because, you see, we still have one-celled protozoa. We still have enzymes. We still have viruses. We still, in fact, have proteins. Let me start out with the poem. Now, I'm going to... I, I want you to understand, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm not so much throwing dirt as I'm trying to polish off the truth and explain the truth. I have nothing against uh, Dr. Artis. I, I admire him. In fact, I have donated money to him. When, when he came out and I uh, got to know him after seeing his, his expose on remdesivir, I loved him. I mean, he's chiropractor or not. I mean, when you lose your father-in-law to a very corrupt poisonous drug inserted in an IV bag directly into your blood. I admire him 100% for exposing that. Wonderful. I'm a big fan of Stu Peters. I mean, whether you know it or not, folks, his history is he was a, a really pretty amazingly good, uh, tough, tough-nosed, tough-minded bounty hunter. Yeah, he would out go out and, and bring people that have you know skipped out on bonds and bail and bring them in, get rewarded for that. That's a pretty tough racket. You're going to be like, you know, Dog, the bounty hunter, you know, that, that famous show on Discovery or whatever channel it was. You know, Stu Peters was like Dog, the bounty hunter. That's what he did. And so he he's hard-nosed, and he started to do broadcasting. And I got to tell you, in my opinion, Stu Peters is a very, very gifted interviewer his his style is wonderful he's no nonsense and i and i and i very much support mr Stu peters now that being said i will expose some other problems you look at look at dr artis let's take dr brian artis like dr a true ott i'm a simple kind of guy and so is dr artis he's he's basically not a chiropractor anymore he's doing you know much more in, in the field of exposing and standing for truth. That's wonderful. We need more of that, in my opinion. Like myself, I have a PhD, a doctorate, for whatever that's worth, in the field of nutrition. I understand nutrition. I understand what the cells need to function at a highest level. And I say to you, because this is part of credibility factor, I was in, in awe of my mentor during the early 1990s, Dr. Linus Pauling, two-time Nobel Prize winner, the vitamin C guy, right? The mineral man. He taught me all about minerals. He taught me a ton of how the body operates. And in fact, it was him that brokered my PhD doctorate work the PhD work out of Germany, which is now, when I did it, it wasn't really offered, but now I'm proud to say the exact same course is offered at Utah State University in Logan, Utah, and also at Oregon State University vis-a-vis the Linus Pauling Institute there. So those are my credentials, ladies and gentlemen. Do I know it all? No, I don't. I know a lot, and I know probably enough to be dangerous 
to the pharmaceutical cartel. But I don't know everything. I try to learn something new every day, and I try to apply it. And if I find things that are helpful that I know help me and have the potential then to help hundreds of not thousands, maybe even millions of people, I will share it. And I try to do so responsibly. So in large part, thanks to Dr. Artis's exposés on Remdesivir, the poet in me came out and I wrote this little poem called Ode to Remdesivir. Here it is, folks. I, it's, you know, it probably could make a good country song because it kind of flows. You know, country western songs just kind of have that twang and the flow to it. Be that as it may, here it is. Ode to Remdesivir by Dr. A. Truott. And, you know, I don't care if it offends people at Gilead. I don't care if it offends Dr. Fauci. The truth is the truth. If it offends you, it's just because you've embraced the lie. Remdesivir. Remdesivir. Make sure loved ones disappear. Remdesivir, like Tamiflu, turns your kidneys into glue. Toxic kidneys raises hell. Makes your lungs inflamed and swell. And then you cough <laughs> and cannot breathe when tubes appear as toxins seethe. Virus is blamed and truth is lost. While millions die, what is the cost? Oh, remdesivir, remdesivir, making loved ones disappear. I got to tell you, I, I wrote that and dedicated it to Dr. Brian Artis. So, yeah, bless you, Dr. Artis, and for all the work when you go along proclaiming truth. I love that. Now, with that said, I tremendously respected the first part of that Stu Peters interview with Dr. Artis. I was like, that's good stuff. I, uh, I, from, from my biochemical research and my background in chemistry and nutrition, there was absolutely nothing wrong with that part of that interview. But then I, I said, wait a minute. Uh, mm, no, 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 no. No, stop. See, I was waiting to see, well, what does this have to do with check your water? And as Dr. Artis explained, listen, I got this text from a doctor, a medical doctor friend of mine. Would you not want to get... And I'm paraphrasing, I don't have the text in front of me. If you had snake bite, wouldn't you want to go in the hospital and get anti venom? Question mark? Question mark? Well, I failed to see how that text would result in, quote, over 4,000 pages of very sensitive information that would cause Dr. Artis to fear for his life. I wonder what was really going on. And then I had to ask myself, why the teaser? Why put this out and get everybody talking, waiting and, and looking for the Monday that it would be released? Oh, my goodness, the suspense is it's part of a, it's what Hollywood used to do. Remember the, those cliffhangers? Be sure to turn in next week, and you'll see if, if the hero 
prevails or whether the villain prevails. I mean, that's part of Hollywood, you know, programming, frankly. I've never been personally a fan of cliffhangers. If you've got information, don't wait and sizzle it and try to get more hype. That's, that's disingenuous, in my opinion. Just say the, just tell the truth. Don't, you know, don't crescendo drum roll to it. And I also got some information that the reason primarily that it was delayed is a gentleman named Mike Adams. Yeah, Mike Adams, the health ranger, was kind of having everybody wait for a while. Hmm. Dr. Artist, bless your heart. Stu Peters, bless your heart. I check, I check what you, you know, what you're doing on the internet and your connections. Brian, Brian Artist, Dr. Artist is like, true. I'm, I, I had one, one URL website. A true, T-R-U-E, ot.com. com. That's where I posted all of my information, my blogs, my sourcing. I had one URL. I have a business that's tied to me, an LLC, but that has another URL. So I've got a grand total of two. But I keep my business URL separate from my personal papers and my personal opinions. In December, ladies and gentlemen, of 2019, in December 2019, this was my blog, com was probably the epicenter for all of the research into what's called 2.4 gigahertz radiation causing sicknesses and symptomology. It was, I had probably a hundred pages of that linked. As I had, I had a series of articles and papers that I've written beginning in 2017 into 2018 about the dangers of 2.4 microwave, 2.4 gigahertz microwave radiation and how it ties in to what's called the Moscow signal. And just a few years ago, actually, what's called the Havana-Cuba syndrome, where people in the embassies of both Havana-Cuba as well as the Soviet Union back in the 50s and the 60s, the Cold War years, developed What's best described as flu-like symptoms. Did they all drop over dead? No. Didn't kill anybody, but it made you quite ill. And the studies go into exactly the mechanisms of why. And what this has been studied, they call the epidemiology, the study of the origins of this epidemic, the etymology, you see, has covered over four decades. Amazing amount. A very interesting research. And I say it's interesting because to me, from a naturopathic worldview, it explains what in the cell is going on. It really does. It explains, because see, you have to realize what my doctoral dissertation was all about, uh, based on, again, the work of Dr. Pauling, who was my mentor. Dr. Pauling and I had many long discussions. It's all about, at the end of the day, it's all about the cell responding to what's called frequencies of energy, hertz frequencies. This is why I was so interested 
as was Dr. Pauling in the studies of the Moscow signal, as it's so called. Oh, well, you see, you can take a in the in the light spectrum because see all light, whether it's whatever color it is, from near from ultraviolet light we get from the sun to far infrared or where you can't even see light, it's still light is an energy of frequency. It's all part of how vitamin D is produced, for instance. Sunlight, ultraviolet radiation, UV light, penetrates the, the cells of the skin, the epidermis, and guess what? It creates a vitamin, a vital mineral, vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Synthesis. It's the same thing that photosynthesis is. It's, it's sunlight on green leaves produces the food for a tree to survive. That's why it has leaves, ladies and gentlemen. And why the leaves turn green is it's all explained in the life chemistry of how the sun, or lack thereof, responds to the production of sugars. It's an amazing part of life cycles. To understand what, what in the cell is going on in the human body is also important to understand what is going on in the cells of our flora, our plants. And then, of course, the fauna, the animal world. Please, please follow along with this. I guarantee you, you've got to get the foundations to understand what I'm going to say next. The body does incredible, incredible chemical processes in the cell. When we say what in the cell is going on, it's amazing. I've given lectures and, and taught classes over the last four decades on this all over the world. I'm just saying, folks, it's an amazing, amazing story. My blog was shut down, was censored, if you will, December of 2019. All my information lost. I don't have a URL blog. I have radio shows. Okay? I I do what I can to help VIC along with this radio show, What in the Cell is Going On, but I have, I've been doing radio for 30 years. In fact, my Story Behind the Story radio show is celebrating its 30th year anniversary this April. In fact, it was 30 years on April 15th. I've been doing this quite a while, folks. So I have, I had one primary URL. I say this because do your own homework, do your own research. I am, I'm, I'm telling you, this does not make sense that a Mr. Mike Adams has over 600 URLs tied to his network. He's a very, very busy individual. Extremely busy. Artists, as far as I can tell, has one primary one. Stu Peters, maybe two or three. Not 600. I, I, I lost count about 650. And this is all put out in an, a, a, a British intelligence, actually. MI6 put, a, put this out. You can find it on the Internet. Uh, hmm. Well, Mike Adams, uh, Natural News, uh, a.k.a. Brighteon. That's a, it's a dizzying flowchart. Okay, I can see maybe five. Maybe, if you're really good. Or maybe as many as ten, but 
600 plus. Follow the money. I exposed this years and years ago, ladies and gentlemen, because when he when he burst on the scene, there was basically Mercola, myself, a few others uh, that were pretty much uh, hammering the, the airwaves about nutrition and exposing big pharma. So suddenly, Mr. Mike Adams called himself a health, health ranger, young man, younger than I am, suddenly pops on with a lot of money and a lot of backing. And he started broadcasting out of the greater Phoenix area. I think it was Tucson or Phoenix. Been a while. And so I'm being in Southern Utah. I had listeners very, you know, that supported my books and my, my pamphlets, my projects. And so they wanted to, to go see if there was a chance that maybe Mike Adams with his address, his physical address there in, in the greater Phoenix area, was be interested in joining forces. So I went to the address, and what, I, what was sent to me in a video stunned me, where he said there was a storefront where he was selling and peddling all these health products. There's no storefront whatsoever. It, it made you think, but listen to him on the radio, that he had this, this nice little shop, uh, health food store shop, storefront. But he didn't. The address was a complex network of computers, phone lines, and individuals that went in and, and were stunned and sent me the video. Yeah, a lot of government men in black types in SUVs with darkened windows. Now, what what is this all about? Well, traced through my sources in D.C., traced license plates and vehicle numbers, and I did my homework and found out this was a CIA operation, Central Intelligence Gathering Operation. And it was all about getting names and addresses and phone numbers for, for uh, people that are opposing, you see, the lies of Big Pharma. Because that's really who drives the Central Intelligence Agency. So I did an expose. I exposed the health ranger. I did. And I immediately felt the wrath of Khan. Got notified by an attorney in Washington or in New York City, uh, attorney Ralph Fucitoli. I had to get an, uh, my attorney involved because it was. You, know, you can't slander. We're going to take you apart. We're going to slander you for you, all you're saying, your nasty things you're saying. Well, I don't live in fear. You start threatening me with legal action, you better come with a big bad wolf huffing and puffing. Because I'm in a brick, I'm in a brick house, and it don't, I don't listen. My stocks, my straw house, is not what it's about. I live in a brick house. The bricks in my mortar is what's called the truth. You know what? I have pretty good attorneys as well. So, Mr. Fusitoli, bring it on. File it, because these things were done in Utah. File a federal suit. Fine, please, we dare you. We double, triple dog dare you. Bring it on, and we'll see. And we'll have press release after press release after press release. 
about how PSYOPs operate with the Central Intelligence Agency and MK Ultra and MK Naomi. We'll expose it all. You see, I was in my radio show, I've been primarily exposing what MK Ultra and MK Naomi all have to do with each other. And it's all about controlling the minds and the bodies of individuals. Nothing to do with freedom. Nothing to do with independent thought. Nothing to do, okay, with being super healthy. Just the opposite. In fact, it was Vladimir Lenin of the Soviet Union said, the best way to control the opposition is to control it, to be the opposition. Controlled opposition. Folks, when you have over 600 URLs, and I'm telling you just the truth here now, you got to scratch it and say, what is going on here? I have a very close friend in the Washington, D.C. area. His name is Edward Henry. He's written a few books. Uh, really, he's a good author. He's a prolific researcher, he is, and he's he's really quite outspoken. He, of all things, wrote a book on something called Flat Earth, calling the biggest lie on Earth why the Earth is not a spinning globe. And I, at first, you know, I, 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 I credit that book for, I mean, I was programmed to believe it was spinning. But reading Henry's book ob- objectively and talking to him, on the phone and many times having him a guest on my radio show, I had to, I had to, I, if I was an objective, honest juror in a trial, I had to, to vote in favor of Henry's premise. It convinced me. So Henry and I have been involved from the get-go of this in having what's called a credit, you know, objective thinking. We've had philosophy professors and doctors and others in a group dating back into early 2020, debating the merits or lack thereof of this so-called COVID virus. And I've been saying from the day one, okay, um, until and unless, from my naturopathic worldview, until and unless I see the gene clades isolated of this novel virus, it's supposed to come out of Wuhan, China, until you see it, and, and can actually have a blood test, a gold standard blood test, as you could like West Nile virus or chickenpox virus or whatever type of virus based on the NIH's database, I'm saying I don't believe it. It's all F-E-A-R, fear mongering. And you can't have a pandemic without panic caused by irrational fear. Now, on the other end of the spectrum were individuals that were constantly quoting Mike Adams, the health ranger, about how deadly this is, how absolutely easy it is to contract this airborne water droplet spike protein. And he, Mike Adams, was projecting millions, tens of millions of dead in the U.S. I mean, you couldn't be more diametrically opposed. I'm saying, um, no, based on what I know about a virus, that's just simply not possible. Viruses are really something that the body produces. 
And if you do happen to get a virus, it's because it's been injected into you. It doesn't fit the naturopathic worldview of the terrain theory. So we interviewed individuals in New York. Remember the, the hospital ship that was brought in by Cuomo to anchor there to handle all of the dead and dying and hundreds of thousands of body bags piled up to handle the dead and the dying. All the fear-mongering on the nightly news, this hospital ship. And my opponents were saying, well, Dr. Ott, they wouldn't be bringing this hospital ship in if there was, if Mike Adams wasn't correct in all his assessments. I said, bring in, bring in 10 hospital ships. If they're not being used, so what? It's all for show, show and tell. And I was right. I was right then, I'm right now. There was no, it was not being used. It was all just a bunch of hooey, fear-mongering, pandering. So, it's progressed to the two weeks, you know, two weeks of stay homes, shelter in place for two weeks. I'm just like, no, 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 no need for it. There's a reason behind social distance. Stay away. It's creating fear in the minds of people. And top on the list throughout this whole time was Mr. Mike Adams, the so-called health ranger. So I find it very strange that when artists and Peter's special came out, we sent it out. I say we myself, but primarily Edward Hendry sent it out to his, Pierce, his peer reviews, Dr. Mary Lassiter and others, Dr. Amanda Vollmer, others. And here's what was amazing, because it circulated pretty thick, and it got, it came, it came right to Dr. Artis. Please, uh, Dr. Vollmer and others, please explain yourselves. And so guess who answers this? This comes in the book, into the, through, through Mary Lassiter, and then, uh, and guess who answers? Dr. Vollmer, Amanda Vollmer. None other than Mike Adams answers them. Artist doesn't answer them. Adams does. And here's, whew. here's what Adams writes. Quote: Reptile venoms can be weaponized and made and mass produced then used in a large-scale chemical attack on the population by introducing these toxins into food, water, air, or contact services. Stop right there, that first sentence. You just you subtract reptile venoms and put in the word spike proteins, which he was doing back in 2020 uh, by the same way. It'll place into food, water, Water, which water droplets, air, or even contact surfaces. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Not a virus or a spike protein anymore. Now it's reptile venoms. Quote, just as fentanyl can be weaponized through aerosolation and drone delivery, these reptile venom peptides can also be weaponized and used to mass murder large numbers of people. Hmm. Way to go, 
Mr. Health Ranger. Quote, some observers believe this has already happened and that the mRNA, quote, vaccines currently being injected into people may deposit instructions, <laughs> may deposit instructions for venom peptide synthesis into the cells of the body. If true, this would turn your body into a reptilian venom factory from the inside. I'm going to take a, take a deep breath on this. Because people are actually sucking this in and believing his psyops rhetoric. I mean, it's, there's no evidence for it. He's speculating. It may, it may, it may. It does, it does. And, and okay. Last paragraph, quote, it might also explain why so many side effects of COVID vaccines seem to align so closely with the known effects of envenomation. Another fancy word for being bitten by a snake, a viper, a scorpion, etc. I mean, specifically, causes your blood to clot. Blood clotting. Right there, you see... He's not focusing on graphene hydroxide. No, no, no. That's not what's happening. It's not the graphene that's doing that. Not at all. It's the venom. It's the snake stuff. If it is just below is a list of some of the pharmaceuticals which are derived from venom. As sourced originally from the Encyclopedia of Toxicology, 3rd edition, volume 1, and posted by Natural News. Ooh, way to go, natural news. Big black graphic. Pharmaceuticals derived from venom. Hmm. Approved drugs and therapies in clinical use. I won't go through the whole list, but folks, uh, one drug comes from a pit viper called Geronaca. Another one comes from the Gila Monster Lizard. Another one comes from the Magical Cone Marine Snail, the venom from a marine snail. Another one, European Medical Leech, a medicinal leech in Europe has toxins, and so those are like rattlesnake from medicine, medicinal leeches. Yeah, on his chart here, that's what he's saying. Oh, and this one, Tyrofaban, Tyrofaban, saw-scaled viper snake extract. And here's one, from a pygmy rattlesnake. Mm. I don't know, common, common lancehead snake. Another one's made from this Brazilian lancehead snake. Chinese moccasin snake. Snake, snake, snake. Okay. On and on. And then he has a list. There's there's a scorpion venom, yellow scorpion venom. Northern short-tailed shrew has a little venom, evidently. And he goes on. Oh, folks, see what's happening here. I want you to think. Oh, look at how deadly these talk these venoms are. Let's look at this objectively. I'm 
I don't want it to ever be said that I'm pro big pharma. I am not. I am not. There is, the point is, you don't have to worry about venoms. You're worried about the chemist, chemical laboratories where all of these toxic drugs that are even more toxic than snake venom are, con- are concerned. Folks, do your own homework, but I'm going to give you the, the tip of the iceberg to, to look into. Snake venom, how is it produced in the, the pit of a pit viper? What is it? How is it produced? It may shock you to find out really what venom is. I'm cracked open. I have science direct uh, my science books. And it's all part of understanding, again, how the chemistry of the human body works. This is from a direct quote. Snake venoms. Now, keep in mind, every snake, whether it's a pygmy rattlesnake or a timber rattlesnake or a copperhead, or water moccasin, they all have a different type of venom. In other words, you get bitten by a copperhead or a water moccasin, you don't want to go to the hospital and get a shot of rattlesnake antivenom. It's not going to do any good. It has to be. And, and see, antivenom, this is what Dr. Artis' text was all about. You know, you have, of course, antivenom produced How? By the magic delivery of the tooth venom fairy? No. Antivenom is made from venom. It's synthesized. To get the body's immune response not to be so severe. That's what antivenom is. So what are snake venoms to begin with? Let me, okay, here's a drum roll. Maybe we should just not talk about this until next week. Let's let's just have, let's have the, a cliffhanger going on here. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? Is that a good idea? Maybe more people will talk about it, and we'll have even more listeners a week from now on what in the cell is going on. No, we don't do that, ladies and gentlemen. We tell either way it is. Snake venoms are simply complex, complex mixtures of, yes, ladies and gentlemen, enzymes and proteins. Enzymes and proteins, ladies and gentlemen. That's what venom is. Venom, you see, is not, and I repeat, N-O-T, not a poison. You can absolutely take snake venom. Just don't be doing this, folks, but you can. If you go and milk uh, a cobra or a large timber rattlesnake, you know, when I say milk them, you have them open their mouth and bite into a specialized cup. And their fangs will go in and, and the venom will come out. You analyze it, and it's, it's enzymes and proteins. It's special. The more, and here's the point, folks, the more toxic, you know, a king cobra venom on a kite a small snake versus uh, an asp or, or, or a coral snake, the more deadly the, the venom is equal to the, the concentration of the proteins. In other words, the more concentrated the enzymes and proteins are, the more dangerous 
and deadly and more damage it does when it's injected into the body. And hold your hold hold the phone, folks. By necessity, venom, snake venom, scorpion venom, <sighs> spider bite venom. Venom contains, yes, metal mineral ions. They're cofactors. Ah, yeah. Oh, there's calcium. There's potassium. Magnesium and high levels of magnesium and zinc. It's amazing, folks. Oh, by all means, we shouldn't have this stuff put into our water. Do you see... The disinformation coming out of Mike Adams and the other. I don't know where Brian Artis got this, this information, but he sure didn't do his homework. And that's the problem. Dr. Artis, I love you. Stu Peters, I love you. And I give you a shout out. But do your homework with what you put out nonsense. I, originally, I think it came from, from the desk of Mike Adams, frankly. Let me repeat the definition of a snake venom. It doesn't matter if it's a king cobra or what have you. It's just different signatures based on their snake DNA patterns. In other words, they produce in their venom sacs by enzyme action, proteins, amino acids, lipids, nucleosides, and yes, carbohydrates, ladies and gentlemen. Fact, you dilute cobra venom into an alcoholic drink, and, and there are places in the world, believe it or not, you can go get a shot of cobra venom. And it's like tequila. It's not a lot of cobra venom, but a few drops is not going to kill you. It's just a specialty drink. It's a fact, folks. There are people I have talked with that have found out by ingesting rattlesnake venom systematically, their bodies become pretty much immune to a rattlesnake bite. The body recognizes it. So if everything they're saying is true, that all the municipal water systems and all of this aerosol spraying, it's all rattlesnake venom, into the water, you're drinking the water, so watch the water, please. It's not, not anything at all to fear. Relax. Unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, I'm just, yeah. I, I've, I got a lab uh, that, I, that I know that analyzed rattlesnake venom. They, they manufacture the antivenom. They have a list of it. Uh-huh. The parts per million of sodium, calcium, potassium, Magnesium and zinc. Man, I, I, I'm a mineral man. I make minerals. That's how I make my living. I, I produce minerals for supplementation, taken sublingually under the tongue, or so pure that you can actually you know, directly put them into the bloodstream if you want to do that. But we don't recommend that. Just take them sublingually. They'll get right into the bloodstream. They're pure. These creepy crawlies, these snakes... have venom, which is best described as really concentrated saliva. You know that, folks? 
managed lizards aren't, they don't have poison sacs, but they have toxic saliva. You get bit by a monitor lizard, there's no, it's just the saliva that's in there that causes the necrosis and apoptosis of cells. It's injected. You know, there are people that have bitten other people, and their saliva in their bite, if it breaks the skin, causes a nasty infection. You see, and these these snake venoms. There's actually three types of snake venom. There are hemotoxic, which basically affects the blood, causes the blood to coagulate and clot. Neurotoxic, which causes neurological symptoms, and cytotoxics. From the WHO's 2010, because it's, because the WHO was studying the different types of snake venom, does that mean they're planning on poisoning everybody by poisoning the water supply? Please, no. It's impossible. And see, the other issue here, with all due respect, Stu Peters, when's the last time you ever did a show? Exposing the real cause of this, 5G. It's 5G, 5G, 5G causing the symptoms. 2.4 gigahertz microwaves causes a certain individuals, depending on their, their cellular toxicity levels, to experience symptoms. Because what happens, it is that 5G that causes your yeast and other types of parasites that are part of your flora and fauna. You know, you have average person has four and a half to five pounds of bacteria and and, and parasite structures in their body, like yeast. It's about the average. So it's those radiations that causes your parasites, your bacteria, to put out neurotoxic substances. That's what they do. And it's those neurotoxins, especially those bacteria in your periodontal mouth and gums, because that's where saliva is generated, that cause neurotoxic substance, you know, symptoms. Top of the list, loss of taste and smell. It's in the Moscow Signal Epidemiology, ladies and gentlemen, how people could, they lost their taste and smell while they simultaneously had low blood oxygen. They couldn't catch their breath. They were hyperventilating. Mm, and they made them sick, nausea. Why? Because, you see, they're, they're toxic. These neurotoxins are toxins. They need to be cleansed out of the body. And how does the body do that? The cells communicate with each other with their telomere structures, and they start to produce something called messenger RNA to communicate throughout the body to send messages to help them message on a detox, how to cause catarrh, how to cause phlegm, how to, to basically expel these toxins. And those messenger RNA has to be surrounded by a protein sheath. In other words, you manufacture a virus in the same way a snake naturally manufacts, manufactures its venom. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now you have the whole truth and nothing but the truth. 
the symptomology is caused by 5G, end of story, 5G toxicity. People are being programmed to be fear-based and run to the doctor and get tested with a nonsense polymerase chain reaction PCR test, which just shows elevated viral activity because it's being produced in your body because of your toxicity levels. And, oh, my gosh, you got really low blood oxygen. You're in the 80 percentile. Let's get you right into the hospital. Let's admit you and get you right, right now some remdesivir because that's what the book says to do. Remdesivir, remdesivir. Make your loved ones disappear. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out of time. I hope this has been helpful to you. Don't live in fear. Thanks again for listening to This is Vaccine Information Coalition. Again, our shows can be processed and accessed at whatinthecell.podbean.com or on the front page of the vacinfo.org website. Again, tune back in next Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is the truth, ladies and gentlemen. It is what it is. I'm sorry if it offends some of you. It may have. I'm sure it may have offended people that are disinformers. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I get another bad bunch of threatening letters from some attorney somewhere. Fine, be it. Be it as it may. Truth is my defense. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Have a very safe and enjoyable week. And I guess we're still got a few more minutes. I'm a little bit premature. Okay, well, let's let's do the whole remdesivir ode again. Shall we do that? <laughs> Here we go. Remdesivir. Remdesivir. Makes your loved ones disappear. Remdesivir like Tamiflu. Turns your kidneys into glue. Toxic kidneys raises hell, makes your lungs inflamed and swell. And then you cough and cannot breathe while tubes appear as toxins seethe. Virus is blamed and truth is lost. While millions die, what is the cost? Remdesivir, remdesivir, making loved ones disappear that's me dr h ruat didn't know as a poet my feet show at their long fellows haha <laughs> old joke old joke folks you know i'm just here to try to disseminate the truth i'm not here to cast dirt on anybody again thanks for listening this is what in the cell is going on and again just want to give a hats off and, and thank progressive radio network prn allowing us to give you this uncompromised hour of truth. And may Yah bless you in all of your endeavors. Be well, be safe, and do not fear. And most of all, just tell the truth. It's so easy. It's so simple. Just tell the truth.